Well, welcome, and this is my first ever fucking podcast. I've been saying for a long time I'm going to get into it, and now is the fucking time. And while I'm still trying to think of a name for the podcast, I thought, well, firstly, who the fuck am I? Why am I here? And how the fuck did I get here? And I'm just going to roll back the clock about a year ago and start from the fucking beginning just to let you know who the fuck is Darren and who the fuck is Lord Keanta. So, April 2020. We'd all heard about COVID. Nobody really thought it was going to be a thing, you know, because it wasn't long before COVID. We started hearing about other things that were other pandemics that were taking over the world. And then they just disappeared. Do you remember Ebola? Yeah, we all panicked about Ebola. What happened? Nothing. Well, not to us anyway, not to the majority of us. So when we heard about COVID, you know, yeah, fucking masks, fucking hand sanitizer, you know, and then bang, I got it. And I got it bad, very bad. You see, I was I was very healthy. Well, I say healthy, I'm a fat cunt, but I was healthy enough. And yeah, all of a sudden, um, I was at work, actually. I was at work and I was doing a job I don't normally do at work. I was upstairs in the lab um, bottling some shit up. And uh, <laughs> which, by the way, all went to waste. So I'm in the lab. And all of a sudden, I start feeling cold, but I'm sweating. And I thought, you know, maybe I'm I'm working my ass off here, trying to get this shit done as quick as I could. And I go downstairs, and as I get down the stairs, um, Ellie at work said to me, Darren, you're an awful little white. And I said, you know what, I'm not actually feeling too good. And then about an hour later, I said to Ellie, I said, Ellie, um, yeah, I wouldn't normally do this, but I- I'm just going to pop upstairs and lay down on the sofa for half hour. I feel really dizzy and faint. And I went upstairs and I laid down on the sofa. I couldn't sleep. And I come back down an hour later and I- I've seen myself now. I'm pale as fuck. And that was the first time I ever left work sick in my life. Now, I don't really have to ask, can I leave? You know, because I'm not the type of person that pulls sickies. If I say I'm sick, I'm definitely sick. So I've just gone home and I've gone home. I've laid on the sofa and my wife went, do you reckon it could be COVID? And I went, nah, nah, it can't be. And then the next day I woke up, struggling to breathe, my chest hurt. Uh, my lungs were gargling. There was a noise in my lungs coming out like popping candy kind of sound. It was horrible. We run 111 and we spoke to some GPs. Anyway, after about 12 hours, three different doctors said it sounds like COVID, but we can't be sure. So, should I come in for a test? Well, no, because if it is COVID, that means we've got to bring you into a hospital where you could infect other people. Right, so what should I do? Well, you should isolate for 14 days. Well, (sighs) that 14 days was actually nearly a month. I got worse and worse and worse. And a few times we called 111. Uh, We nearly called an ambulance out one day. And I was deteriorating and there was one day I remember laying on the sofa my head was pounding I felt so weak and I honestly felt like I was fighting to stay alive that day like I did keep my mind occupied like you know we're fine we're fine we're gonna get through this we're gonna get through this and then um, yeah, obviously I did get through it and after about three weeks I was speaking to a GP and he said, so you've been like this now for three weeks? I said, yeah, and I'm not getting any better. Uh, so it turned out at this point I also had pneumonia. 
because uh, the, the illness basically somehow gave me pneumonia. I don't really understand that. But yeah, I had pneumonia now and COVID. And I had a very long experience of having COVID. Now, he told me something which made a lot of sense. He said, have you been out? And I said, no, of course I haven't been out. You're not allowed to go out, are you? You're not allowed to mingle. You're not allowed to socialise. He went, no, no, no. Have you been out for a walk on your own where nobody else would be? And I said, well, no. He said, well, that's why you're not getting better. I was like, okay, um, can you explain? He said, right, so you've got COVID and now you cough. You cough on your phone or you cough on your kitchen counter. Your kitchen counter now has COVID. Well, COVID on it. And then let's just say you start to feel better, and then all of a sudden you touch the kitchen counter, you've now caught COVID again. Well, you get that in your mouth. And every time it goes in your body, it gets stronger. And then you kick it back out your body. And then when you have it back again, you're giving yourself a stronger variant, which is why people are getting sicker and sicker and sicker, because COVID mutates through each person it goes through. And he said, basically, Leave the house two, three times a day. Go for a walk. Clean your entire fucking house two, three times a day. Leave every window open. And within a week, I started feeling much better. And then over you know, the course of about another week, I was fighting fit again. Issue is, it left a lot of psychological damage and a lot of physical damage, I guess. So I've gone back to work. Everyone noticed that I'd lost a lot of weight. I, I didn't look the same, you know, just... And I weren't mentally right up here. I was struggling. I was struggling with everything. Work, breathing, sleeping, sometimes staying awake, which is weird. It's like, I couldn't sleep at night, but at 2, uh, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, I could easily fall fucking sleep at work on my desk. It was I was just everywhere. And one day, I was driving home from work. I thought I was having a heart attack. Just my chest got so tight and I started panicking. I didn't know what to do. So I rung my wife. And as soon as I heard my wife's voice, my chest, like, released. And I didn't tell her what just happened. I just said, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what are you ringing for? I just, oh, you know, I just wanted to know what we're having for dinner. And we had a chat. And I, ch I spoke to her the entire drive home. And I got home and I didn't tell her anything of it. Next day in the car, exactly the same fucking point, the exact same fucking thing happened again. I knew now. Ring my wife. Now at this point, I had now worked out it's a panic attack. I don't know why the fuck I'm getting panic attacks. I'm not scared of anything. I'm not panicking. But it's now a thing I do. Rung her up. Blah, blah, blah. It's all fine. Now the next day. Now I'm panicking about getting a panic attack. And as I learned over time, that can cause a panic attack. But this day was special. This is the day TikTok started, sort of. I was in the car park about to get in my car and I see a pallet, a wood pallet on the side. Clearly been dumped there. And now I love doing a bit of woodwork, so I thought, you know what, I'm gonna put that in my car. Everyone's laughing at me, my mates are laughing, going, you ain't getting that in your fucking car. I fucking, if you take the roof down on a convertible, the space is limitless. Because, like, you, you put the roof down and then you've got the entire world I can fill up. <laughs> you know so anyway I put the pallet in the back seat and I've strapped it down and tied it on things and all of that and I'm driving and people are fucking looking at me giving me weird looks and I'm thinking what if it does fall off like it shouldn't I've I've made every precaution to make sure this cunt don't fall off and I thought just in case I'm gonna film this so I set my phone up on my uh, my phone holder and I press record 
and I'm talking to myself. I'm like, hey, what if this fucking falls off? What are we going to do? Oh my God, it's shaking. You know, I'm just talking to the camera and I got all the way home and I was like, phew, you know, it didn't fall off. Thank fuck. Stop the filming. And I thought, wait a minute. What, what, why didn't I have a panic attack? Like, maybe that's it. Maybe I just need to keep myself distracted. So then the next day, I was in the car and I thought, I should put that on YouTube. And I don't know what happened to the footage. I couldn't find it, it was gone. Then I just started thinking, all right, maybe I should film content every day, but what and where should I put it? And it was about the same time, because I, when I, was, I had COVID, you know, I downloaded TikTok and like pretty much everyone did around about that time. And I thought, you know what, I might give this TikTok shit a go. And I did, and I filmed a video. I think it was UK slang. And it was basically me telling you UK slang, but a fake answer. So I'd say, rim job. It's what you say to your mum when you need some floss. You know, bullshit, basically. I wasn't shouting at this point. I was just talking, probably about the same pitch I am now. And I did this, and I went home and I edited it. Not as good as I do now, like, it was very basic. And I put it on TikTok, and, I don't know, 12 views, maybe? You know, more than enough for me. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do that tomorrow. And the fucking day after, and the day after that. And I did it every fucking day. And I kept putting them on TikTok. I didn't care about views. Views was not my aim. My aim was to keep myself busy. I kept myself busy on the drive home. And then I got home and I had something to edit. And it was just about consuming time in my brain. So I'm posting these videos every fucking day. And then over uh, the course of a couple of weeks... I started changing the content and maybe chucking a few different ideas in there, right? And, it, you know, it was doing all right. I don't know, 10,000 followers eventually. And, you know, when you're new to TikTok and you reach a 1,000, like, you know, it's, it's you, it, your mind's blown. You can't believe a 1,000 people want to follow you. And then we got to 10,000 and I thought, you know, I had 100 videos taken down by TikTok. And I thought, you know what, I've fucked up this account. I need to start a new one. That's what I did the next day. I started a brand new account and I named it Lord Cunt. C U N T. L O R D C U N T. <laughs> that ding weren't intentional. That was me knocking my beer bottle. Now, before I get to the Lord Cunt part, let me just go back a bit. Let me rewind the clock. Now, I am still in the exact amount of pain I was when I had COVID. Something is wrong with my neck. My neck hurts all the time. It's like the two muscles there on here are just being pulled at all fucking moments and it hurts so much. The pain doesn't go away, the painkillers help. Now, I, it's awkward, it's hard for me to say this bit, especially while trying to keep a positive attitude. For the past year, I've honestly felt like or assumed I was dying, you know. We've had tests for uh, cancers, we've done uh, thyroid checks, we've had MRIs, we've done everything. And everything has come back clear, which, yeah, is great. Because that means I didn't have any of the things that I was scared of. However, there are a lot more things we haven't checked for yet. And the longer we leave some things, the worse it would be if it turned out to be that. And that's what is still fucking me up mentally. And uh, I'm not gonna talk anymore about that because that will bring my mood right down if we get into that right now. I'm already struggling. 
So because of this, I take a lot of medications. Um, the medication started over time. I started on Zepain, which is a paracetamol and codeine formula. Uh, I take eight of them a day. Uh, then, then the depression started because of my fears of what we just spoke about and the pain. So then, then I got put on antidepressants. And then I was struggling to sleep, so I got put on sleeping tablets. And then the pain medication wasn't working, so I got put on uh, another painkiller, basically. Then I got a neuro painkiller, which is for the neck pain as well. But in case it's a nerve pain, it helps with that. And then I've got the anxiety medication. I'm on nearly 30 fucking tablets a day now, all because of fucking COVID. And it's, it honestly, it, well, it would have completely fucked my life up and I don't know how I would have got through it if I didn't film that video that day. Do you know what? I'm glad I started with this story. I think this is the perfect story to start my podcast. So it was all of these factors that contributed to me joining and filming on TikTok. And remember, I didn't join TikTok thinking I would ever get to where I was now, but I'm so fucking glad I did. Because as my account grew, my confidence grew. And as my confidence grew, now it didn't get rid of the feelings or the thoughts. If anything, it, it, it might have played a part in my mental health getting worse, but it was the biggest fucking distraction possible. And it was thanks to that distraction that I'm here still now, I believe. So I started my second account up, Lord Cunt. And I pretty much just made videos about me shouting cunt. I would do the top 100 swear words. Um, Dicks vs vaginas, that was a popular series. Facts about your penis, that one was probably my number one series at the beginning. And then I told my stupid drunk stories, like the story about like, you know, my, me teabagging my wife and then her blowing a raspberry on my arsehole when it broke my ribs. You know, shit like that. And I built up a follow, I got to a hundred, no, I remember, actually I remember 30,000 followers. I remember driving and I was like, I need to do a video about 30,000 followers. And I'd done a Google search, just trying to give me an idea. And I found an article about if you have 30,000 followers online, you're technically an internet celebrity. So I did a video joking about that. And then I got to 100,000 followers, and this is where I felt safe. I felt like I've, I've, I'm making something here. And I better be a bit cautious, so I changed my TikTok name to Lord Kunta, C-U-N-T-A-H. Now, the reason I changed it to that is because a lot of people would comment on my video saying, hit them with the hard T, because there's another popular creator on TikTok called Bar none, and bar none goes hit them with the hard T. Maybe not in that British accent, but I said I replied to people because I didn't know what they were on about, saying what are you on about, like. And then I found out about bar none, and I watched some of his videos, and I was like, well, I don't want people to think I'm copying him. I didn't even know who the cunt was. And also, I don't hit them with the hard T. I hit them with the hard ta, kunta. So that's where C U N T A H come from. Now, I kept with that name probably to about half a million followers-ish, maybe. But the reason it ended up being K-U-N-T-A-H is because a lot of people were saying to me, oh, I'm so glad I found your video on my FYP. I can't search for you. Okay, so I tried myself. As soon as you type in cunt, no results come up. I was like, fuck. Right, C's and K's are pretty much the same fucking letter, aren't they? If you think about it. So I changed it to Kunta. I'm so glad I did, because that fucking name is perfect. 
It's not a swear word. I am not swearing when I say that word. That word does not fucking exist. I made up that word. I own that word. I should fucking copyright it, really, shouldn't I? <laughs> I've got enough evidence if anyone tried stealing it to say it's mine. I've got a fucking million people who would break fucking kneecaps to defend it for me. So, it is thanks to COVID that I now sit here with 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Because without you cunts, I may have not made it this far. I don't I don't I don't want to say that I wouldn't have, but my mental health I never experienced depression before. So if any of you suffer with depression, picture your worst ever moment and remember try not to get into that but if you remember how bad that felt well if you've never had it before that just fucking sucks and i've i've experienced this same feeling i still get it now um i call it my period because it happens about once a month or i have a week where i'm just so depressed and as you know I, like some of my streams i say to you i won't stream if i'm going to give you a shit stream because people subscribe to this channel. They don't want to subscribe and then watch shit content. So if, I'm, if I feel like it's going to be a shit stream, I would rather not give you a stream than give you shit content. So we have now created a character. I went from talking like this into my videos to shouting Key Hunter. And I can't do it on my streams or in my podcast. Um, because I have neighbours and they have young children and they probably don't want to be hearing cunt coming through the wall. And the more followers I got, and then we... we I say we a lot because it wasn't me that made my channel. A lot of the ideas weren't from me, it was from the cunts that followed me. And we started the Cunt Army and that was a while ago and somebody actually spelled it C-U-N-T Army. And I was like... That's, that's fucking brilliant. And I changed it to Counter Army. And that was it. The Counter Army was born. And everyone wanted to join. And people were sending me videos shouting Kianta, motherfucking Cunt Army. And then I come up with the hashtag CA4L, Cunt Army for Life. I don't know. I mean, fuck. Let me look. Let me look. See how many fucking views that's got now. Cunt Army for Life. Hashtag CA4L. Search hashtags. The Cunt Army for Life hashtag now has 42.9 million fucking views. How fucking amazing is that? 49 million. If only I had that many fucking followers, and <laughs> that would be fucking sick. But that that's what I mean. We built a community. Why? Because of that fucking word, cunt. We said cunt on TikTok, right? TikTok didn't like that. But I managed to slip in there a lot, didn't I? I managed to get my videos in there. And it took a long time from the find them and take them down. Now, now I'm on TikTok, right? TikTok's going fucking well. And I think, you know what? I'm onto something here. Pe people, are, people actually care about this. Me, the account, the cunt army, hashtag CA4L. We, we, need, to, we need to do something. We, we need to... We need to do more of this. We need, we need to bring this fucking community together. And that is when we started Twitch. And we started Twitch on the 1st of January this year. Didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing. 
If you go onto my YouTube and you scroll down, you'll find the fucking first video. The camera was shit, the PC was shit, the microphone was shit. I had a green screen behind me that I couldn't get fucking working. Hence, I've got rid of that now and I'll just let you see the fucking mess behind me. It was dog shit. But I, I never would have had it. I wouldn't have had the Twitch account if it weren't for the people, the generous fucking people that helped me. One of them was Sassy Sapphire. She just messaged me and said, uh, I'll help you. I, I can help you get set up. I was like, please. She told me everything. Then I had um, the pinup gamer. Same thing. Helped me. She told me what I needed to do. And then I said, come on here. Right? And we built up a community. Some are still here. Some, some have disappeared over the time. But the community is getting bigger and bigger. I don't know how many followers I've got on Twitch now. What are we on? Two, three thousand? I've no idea. I don't look at numbers. TikTok, I can't not look at the number because it's there every time I look. Twitch, can't tell you how many followers I got. So, we have 2.6 thousand fucking followers on Twitch. Now, that is fucking amazing. There is no discoverability on Twitch. Not like TikTok where people come across your page organically. No, Twitch, they need to come to your Twitch. And luckily, I've managed to get some people from my TikTok over to my Twitch. And we have built an amazing community. Twitch is my favorite place to be. Because on Twitch, I actually get to talk to the people, the community. We have our own banter. I can pick names and I don't know who they are, but I've built their personalities in my head. For example, Courtney. Courtney040. Uh, She's pretty much on every stream. And whatever game we play, she will manage to fall off. Doesn't matter what we're playing. She's going to fall off something. And it's fucking hilarious. Um, we've got Elijah. Elijah's uh, Twitch name is actually... Ejan Canadian? Something like that, right? I don't, I don't need that. I know his real name. His name's Elijah. And I remember this shit. And, you know, and we're talking about two and a half thousand people. But yet I remember them. I know things about them. Kenny, for example. Kenny was one of the first people ever here. Kenny got banned once, right? Kenny made me fucking rage quit. Kenny tricked me into pressing a button on my keyboard that ended my entire stream. And oh, oh, I went mad as fuck. Kicked him off, banned him. Next day I was a bit like, yeah, that was a bit mean, weren't it? But, uh, <laughs> you know, Kenny's back now, you know. Always forgiven. And that's the point I'm trying to get to. We built a community and that was another thing that made me want to fight even more. I needed to spread awareness of this community because we can do some good. And the Kuntami finally had a meaning. So what the Kuntami is, is we're there for each other and other people. So if you're on TikTok and you're scrolling through and you see someone getting bullied, you fucking call the Kuntami in. I get people commenting on videos all the time tagging me. 99% of them are just tagging me for the sake of it. But if I find one and they've tagged me in it because a video's getting ripped the shit out of or someone's getting bullied in the comments, I'll fucking step in. I'll tag some other people as well. I'll get a fucking group of us in there. We either get the video taken down, the post taken down, the comment taken down, or we make that person remove their own fucking comment. And that's the point of it. A lot of people keep asking me to do an autobiography. And so many people have asked now, I thought, you know what, why not? Issue is I can't write an autobiography because of my dyslexia and my shit English. So I had to look for a ghostwriter. You know, we're looking about 700 to a grand. Can't really do that right now. 
But one of my followers messaged me and said, Darren, I, I, I want to invest. I said, what? I want to I invest in your autobiography. <laughs> Why? He said, I honestly think it'll do well. I'm, I'm looking to invest my money into something and I, I want to do this. And I want to take him up on it. I'm just so scared that he won't make his money back. You know, that's that's my worry. Now, I know a lot of people on TikTok, I've had hundreds, thousands of comments saying, oh, you need to write a book, you need an autobiography and all that. But a lot of people just say stuff, you know. A lot of people wanted my merch, and then when I brought it out, you know, it didn't sell that well at first. It's That's, that's, that's the worry. But I'm going to write it, and we'll see how it goes, and hopefully we'll bring that out. We had some interviews. We've done one with Sassy Sapphire, and she helped spread my name to her followers. Uh, I've been duetted by some big people on TikTok. We had angry reactions when he commented on one of my videos. It helped it blow up. We had Bar None when he commented on one of my videos. Again, it helped it blow up. And then I get people fucking painting pictures like that of me. I've got another one above that. And these people just do these things for me. And it took me a long time to accept it. Except that I've built something. And as much as I don't want to appear like I have an ego, I do have to accept the fact that I am here now and these things will come with it. Whereas before I would say, you know, I don't want you thinking anything special of me or anything like that just because I'm on TikTok, blah, blah, blah. Whereas now I just don't really say anything because, you know, when, when, when you're on a high, as I am at the moment, you're gonna get attention from from places, and you just gotta accept it. You know, just just own it, because one day this could all be gone, and that that's very very possible. I could wake up tomorrow, TikTok completely banned my account. Obviously, I'll jump onto my backup account, which has like 30, 40,000 followers, and I've got to try and pick that back up to where I am now. I don't know if I've got the energy to do it again. It's, it's a lot of work. I put so many hours into everything I do. And then you've got YouTube. I mean, the TikTok talks. Those YouTube videos take me three days plus a couple of hundred pounds to film. And it's all just to create this content. To build up this Lord Cunter character as high as I can. To a point where I don't have to work as hard. <laughs> that sounds crazy, doesn't it? But if you build a successful structure... It won't break down. I'm nowhere near the top of that structure. Nowhere near. So when you start out with followers, you, as I said earlier, when you get to 10,000 followers, best feeling in the world. 30,000, 50,000, 100,000. 100,000, oh, you're over the moon. When you reach a million, you realise a million means nothing. A million in comparison to some of the best accounts on TikTok is nothing. You know, I'm, I'm above the average creator, but I'm nowhere near the big fucking leagues, am I? And that's where I need to get to before I can take a rest. And I'm going to keep working on it every fucking day. And I'm also making sure I work on the YouTube, the Instagram, even the Snapchat. I'm trying to come up with new merch ideas. But, here's the big but. All of this costs money. Now, I can't afford to run this at a loss anymore. 
everything I've been doing the past year. I know a lot of people have helped and without them I might not have been able to do it at all. But I'm investing so much back into all these different things that I do that I'm running I'm running I'm running Lord Cunter at a loss. And I need to get it at, at least break even to be able to continue at the rate I'm continuing. Because the more it grows, the more I need to do, the more shit it's gonna cost me. And I'm hoping to one day get to a point that I have X amount of followers on TikTok and X amount of revenue will come in every week or month that just balances everything out right so I can comfortably rest one evening and not have to worry about what am I going to produce for tomorrow. <laughs> I didn't want to go into a financial talk there, but you know I'm fucking honest with you, cunts, so why the fuck not? So somebody just asked me, are there things I would do as Lord Cunt that I wouldn't do as Darren? And that is a very good question. Now let me explain to you where Lord Cunter come from and the personality that he portrays, or I portray as him. Now he is me. I have always been him. The thing is right, when I'm drunk, I am a different person and that person is Lord Kianta and it has always been that way. When I've had a drink, the fucking confidence comes out, the attitude comes out, the voice goes up. Every, You know, I become a, a completely different person, but that is me, just that the alcohol gives me that boost to let me enjoy myself more. Instead of being so reserved, if you meet me at work, I'm a different person. You know, I've been interviewing people for the past four weeks, right? And out of all the interviews, 80% of them knew who I was. And they didn't bring it up until at the end of the interview, which was quite good of them. But I don't think they expected me to be the way I am because you you, you have to be a different way depending on what you're doing. But Lord Kianta is the way I want to be. That is me. I just lack the confidence to be like it until I had the alcohol. Alcohol helps with all situations. Unless you're an alcoholic, then it never helps. So yes, there is stuff I will say as Lord Cunt than I would as Darren. I'm more risky with that stuff. And especially when I started it, I never thought I'd meet anybody that would watch my videos. As I say, when I was getting 10, 15 likes on a video, I was fucking over the moon. I remember a day, a couple of months after I started, as long as my video reached 100 likes, that video did well. Whereas now, anything under 10, 20,000 views, I called it a flop. You know, and then you just get the odd video that reaches half a million, a million, two million, and there, you know, you'd think, fuck me, what if every fucking video could be like this? And the thing is, they could be like that. If TikTok would show all my followers my videos, they would all be like that. Because the people that see my videos that follow me, they comment nice shit and they just say stuff like, I wanna see more of this, let's do more of this, let's, 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 let's. And then, then it, it flops, you know, but yet every comment was so positive. And it's because TikTok puts it out to random people who don't know me. They might not know the subject I'm talking about. And because of that, that video will flop. So, obviously, there are downsides to my persona. You see, I started off by creating content that shouldn't have been on TikTok. As I said a little while ago, 
and I'm guessing a big chunk of my followers followed me for that type of content, but I can't continue it anymore. So for the past month, I've been I've been doing an experiment where I didn't say anything too bad. I still said cunt, still for fuck, shit, bollocks, twat, dick, fuck, wanker. <laughs> but I didn't talk about those things. I didn't talk about tits. I didn't talk about boobs. I didn't talk about cunts. I just said the words, right? And my videos were doing really well until I did a video and yeah, it got taken down because I thought I'd test the water a little bit. Didn't expect to get banned for two weeks for it though. So, anyway, two weeks later, yeah, uh, yesterday, I uploaded my first three minute video and I did it on the story about me teabagging my wife and her blowing a raspberry on me arsehole. And it got up to 5,000 likes and I was like, I think I'm getting away with this. Because although I was talking about a sexual act, I didn't use none of the correct words. I called my arsehole an exit passage. Teabagging ain't a bad word anyway. Anyway, today it got taken down and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm about to get banned again for another week or two. But I didn't. I don't know what happened. TikTok took the video down and said, you will be deleted if you get any more videos banned. Obviously, that, that's worrying. But they didn't actually ban my account for that video. So I, I actually messaged them and said, look, thank you. Thank you for actually taking a video down because I understand you do need to review shit, but not banning me like you normally do. Because as far as they're aware, that video could be fine. I might even win the appeal. But normally they would ban me before they even let me appeal. And yeah, I was actually thankful that they didn't ban me. So in honor of them not banning me, I deleted that video myself and I'm gonna continue making content, but there's gonna be no sex talk anymore. Nothing to do with bum holes, vajazzles or anything. We're just gonna have to keep the sex out of it because that will be why I lose my account. And there are too many people I will disappoint by losing my account. The people that followed me for the dick and the cunt talk, but I might lose them by not talking about that stuff anymore. But I would lose more followers by losing my account, if you understand what I'm saying. And that is a downside to this persona. That the, the, the original version of it was expected to do a certain thing and that thing can't be done anymore. Also, a lot of people shout Kianta at me. <laughs> and make me jump a lot. I'm walking down the high street. Kianta! <gasps> or I'm driving. And all I hear is... Beep, 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 beep. And I look out. Hey, he's got his phone. Hey, he's taking a fucking picture of me. Kianta! It's like, mate, eyes on the fucking road. You know? That's all part of it. That's all part of the joy. In the moment, it scares me or worries me. But then when I think about it, I think... You know, people dream of this. People, like, the recognition is, is is nothing, like, really. Like, it's not everyone. There's a million people. Let's say half of them are in other countries, right? So that's half a million people in the UK. I don't know. How many million people are there in the UK? What, what am I holding? 1%? So it's, it's nothing, you know. So the chances of me bumping into people is very far and few between. But it's surprising how much it happens. Probably three, four times a week. And I can see that going up to at least every day eventually. And people come in the shop hoping to find me, but I don't work on the shop floor, so they don't. Two people have caught me at my work so far, and I've had a chat with them because that's what you do with people that come to see you, you know? I haven't got the time to go out there often, but if I'm out there and I bump into one of them, I will talk to them then, but only then I will talk to them. To them. Talk, I will.
So, let's quickly summarize what we've said so far. So firstly, how it happened, COVID, why it happened, filmed randomly, why I'm still doing it, you cunts. The cunt army, the motherfucking cunt army. And that's where we are, and that's where I need to decide what I'm gonna do with, with this. Because I've gotta change my content slightly. I can't be talking about rude stuff anymore because I don't wanna lose the account. I also don't want to disappoint people, so I need to work out a way to kind of do it, but not do it. Or do I just focus on new content altogether and get more followers that enjoy a different genre? Because that is always a possibility. You know, I'm, I'm also working on this Twitch. I'm trying to make this better. And I've kind of fell into a pattern, haven't I, with this Twitch? Those that watch know that I've kind of taken the easy way out maybe the past month. Because I know what games we can play that I know people will enjoy. And that's all I've been playing. I've not been risking it with anything new. This is the problem. Like my tablets now, they've fucked my brain up. And um, I'm, I'm drowsy. And I'm talking, but I'm forgetting what I just said. I've literally just forgot it. So, it's now May 2021. I've been on TikTok over a year. Not my second account. Not the account that you know. I didn't make that until late last year. Maybe six months ago, seven months ago, and I got a million followers in that amount of time. I think that's fucking impressive. And at two million followers, I have decided I'm going to get my own hashtag tattooed on my body. I'm gonna get hashtag CA4L, hashtag Kantami for life, tattooed on my body. And I think that'll just be an amazing way to celebrate another milestone. Also, plans for uh, this year, next year. I want to get to some events. I want to get to some festivals or some comic cons or whatever, you know, those type of things. But more for content creators, just so I can meet people, you know. I want to be behind a stage, not stage, so like a desk, and have people come up to me and we just have a, a two-minute chat. Maybe take a photo. I'll shout cunt while you're filming it. You know, I just want to do that with a bunch of people. And I want to meet up with more content creators and I want to film more content. I want to get this book wrote because I've got so many stories. There's so many. A lot of them can't be told on TikTok, but they can be fucking wrote in a book. I've spoke about some sad stuff that happened in my life back in my, you know, my younger years. You know, when I wrote it down, it, it does sound a bit tragic, you know, but there were some good memories in there as well. And I want to, I want to be able to travel more. You know, I've got, I've got followers all over the world and I'd love to go to all of their places. For example, one of my followers has offered me a week stay for free in one of the cabins that he rents in the Rockies in Canada. I, I, I mean, I've got to pay for flights, so I'm looking at a grand still, but how can I turn that up? You know, he's willing to lose £600 probably in rent for a week just to let me stay there for a week. And there are just so many things that I want to do with this but it all requires on the success building and that won't happen without you cunts and that is why I say thank you to you all so often I comment on my TikTok videos and reply to you just saying thank you on here I'm always saying thank you I thank everyone as often as I fucking can because it doesn't matter how good my content is without you supporting me it would flop. It would flop because 
I would, I reckon half the likes I get on my videos, they've liked it before they've even finished watching it, just because they want to support me. And I'm fucking blessed. And I am blessed. I know I'm in a lot of pain, right? We spoke about that already today. I'm always in pain. The depression. I've got problems in my head. You know, the voices and everything. It's just, it's a lot going on. And it's hard. Because I'm working this job. I work my main job. And I call it a job because you, you have to treat it like one. Because I made a commitment. I made a commitment to help people with mental health issues. I'd say 90% of the messages I get are about mental health issues. And I ha I, if, I, if I've read it, I have to reply and say something that will hopefully help them. So when I call it a job, it's because it is a commitment. It's a commitment I made. But anyway, I've got that job, this job, and then everything going on in my head. Everything's so fucking stressful. But I know, I believe, it'll all be worth it one day. Because one day, I'm going to look back on this day, assuming that everything goes well and there's nothing seriously wrong with me. And I'm gonna—I'm just going to remember this podcast, actually, saying this exact sentence. When I didn't believe it was going to happen. And if it happens, I mean, can you imagine? Like, I didn't dream this. Not, not TikTok, anyway. I've tried every platform throughout my life mainly from my younger years YouTube, Vine, everything because I always wanted to know what it would feel like and the one time I wasn't trying to do it it happened and I think that's because I wasn't trying and that's what's nice about it being able to be myself even though I portray a character that is still me it's just the, the confident version because there are several different sides of me they're all the same person you got the confident me. You got the fun me. You got the drunk me. You got the let's have a chat me. This this is my day-to-day -day voice. You know, shy me still exists. You know, there are certain situations where my brain overcomes everything and I turn into a shy person again. A situation like that happened today. I was with two people with chatting and someone turned up who knew the other two, but I didn't know them. I stood there in silence the entire time. My brain still overtakes some things. And I think for today, I think that's all we really need to go through. I've told you far more than I thought I would. I filled up a lot more time than I thought I could. And if you're hearing me saying these words, you fucking listened all the way until the fucking end. And that's what I've been talking about this entire fucking time. Why did you stay and listen to me? What is it about me that made you want to come and listen to this entire fucking podcast because that's dedication and I don't feel like I've yet deserved that but I want to one day feel like I have deserved it and that's why I will never quit because you cunts don't quit for me and that's why I'm never going to quit for you so thank you, thank you all and we're going to finish this podcast with a quick Q&A now if you didn't know I'm currently streaming me filming this podcast onto YouTube. So on YouTube, you're going to hear a lot more than you did in this podcast. You're going to hear me answering questions that I didn't answer on the podcast. You're going to hear me fucking up, stumbling, and asking for a retake. <laughs> because as I'm streaming this, it's uploading live. There is no retake. So, first question I've got 
from Luke Withers. Have you ever been to Wales? I actually lived in Wales for eight weeks. <laughs> then I left. It's a shithole. No, I'm joking. No. I stayed up there for about eight weeks with my brothers. Both my brothers moved up to Wales for a good few years. They're back now. And I used to go up there every opportunity I had. Beautiful place. Most of it. UK is a shithole. <laughs> Depends though, mate. Depends where where are you talking about? That's the question. I mean, are we talking about London, Liverpool, Manchester? Yeah, mate, shitholes. Or are we talking about the Lake District? Or Scotland? Or the Peak District? Cornwall? These places are fucking beautiful. So yeah, if you believe the UK is a shithole, you haven't seen all of the UK. And you need to explore more of it because there is a lot more to see. Some beautiful, beautiful places. Uh, favourite food. What is my favourite food? It is pizza. I fucking love pizza. I have and I, I could still eat pizza every day. Uh, probably the longest I did that for was about three or four weeks. Um, that, was, that, was what I, that was actually when I was in Wales, actually, yeah. Um, my mum would send me up £40 a week to live on. Uh, we wasn't rich or anything growing up, so, you know, £40 don't go far. So I brought Tesco Value pizzas and Tesco Value Yorkshire puddings, and I ate them every fucking day. It's like 20 or 30p a pizza. Yeah, it was fucking beautiful. Mad Dog, what made me start doing TikToks? I did cover that earlier. Um, I won't go into it again, but basically, depression. Does pineapple belong on pizza, said Liverpool fan? Yes. Pineapple pizza is my favourite pizza. I don't see what the problem is. People are like, yeah, fruit don't belong on a pizza. You got fucking tomato sauce on it. That's a fucking fruit. You've literally got bread, fruit, fruit, cheese. So why not chuck another fucking fruit on it? I remember the first time I had pineapple pizza. It was, I was with a girl, I was with her for a couple of years. And she brought a pineapple pizza and I got a regular. I was like, ugh. That looks disgusting. Who'd put fucking pineapple on a pizza? Anyway, the next morning, hungover, I'd eaten all mine the night before. She hadn't. I thought, fuck it, I'm going to try hers because I'm starving. Beautiful. Never gone back. <laughs> Shane Laycock said, no, you're right. I haven't been with this fucking coving. It's stopping me. Can't afford the time off. I'm guessing you're talking about COVID and how hard it's been on everyone. And a lot of people are losing money, I understand that. we just got, we just got to crack on and just do what we can do for now. Mr. Duncan, Isle of Wight is alright. Isle of Wight is another beautiful place. I haven't been there for fucking years. I was young, young the last time I went there, but I remember how stunning it looked. Bloody hell, Pizza Addicts Anonymous. <laughs> uh, hell, hey, Pedo's here. How you doing, Pedo? Hey, that fruit away from my pit. Keep that fruit, I'm guessing you meant. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I don't like meat on a pizza. I don't like anything on a pizza other than pineapple. Pineapple doesn't really change the flavour of the pizza, in my opinion. I love pineapple. I love pineapple and cheese. I sometimes buy pineapple, cut it up into little squares, cut some cheese up in little squares, then I get cocktail stick. Pop, pop. Easy. Lovely. Love cheese and pineapple. So the pub was more my joke. I joked about not being able to go to the pub a lot because I'm an alcoholic. Not something you should joke about, but people say I'm an alcoholic because I drink a lot. But I don't drink for any reason other than I like a drink. I don't drink to help with depression or because I'm addicted. This is the first drink I've had since Saturday. Saturday had one bottle. And before that was ages ago. I just don't drink much anymore. 
but I do love a drink. I guess it's your, your opinion. What's actually that, mate? Everything's an opinion, ain't it? And that's why I don't try and change people's opinions. I'll tell you why I think you're right or wrong, but I won't force you to agree with me. Just like I wouldn't expect you to do that with, like I wouldn't expect you to do it to me. But opinion is exactly what you're saying. Opinion. That is your opinion. That doesn't mean you're right. My opinion doesn't mean I'm right. We have opinions. And you should you should have a debate about opinions. But don't try and preach what you're saying. And if you can't get them to agree with you, get the ump. Because if you didn't agree with their opinion, they're entitled to get the ump as well. So you don't like ham? No, I hate. I don't like anything pork-based except for sausages. I actually don't eat meat at the moment. I haven't eaten meat for fucking ages. I'm on a vegan diet. Uh, I'm not vegan for any reason other than the health benefits. Um, you know, if I go down to the pub tomorrow and get absolutely pissed, and I walk past a place selling chicken nuggets at 2 a.m., I'm getting myself some fucking nuggets. But day to day, I'm doing my best to stay away from well, any animal product. The only thing I'm struggling with is cheese. Vegan cheese sucks. My lisp is coming back. And that's where we're going to leave it. I think I've gave you more than enough information about me and why. And I can't wait to film the next episode and just tell you more stuff. If you have any suggestions of what you want me to talk about... I'm going to stream these podcasts while filming them on Twitch. So make sure you come over and follow me on Twitch. Lord underscore Kianta. And then you can ask me questions. And they will help me remember stories. And we can speak about stuff that you really want to know about. So yeah, just fucking come follow me. But for now, see you later, cunts. And I can't believe I got through this entire podcast without fucking coming up for a name for it. Fucking coming up. Coming up. Coming up, counter. Fuck yes. Coming up, counter. That's the fucking name. Oh. Got it at the last second. Coming up, counter. <laughs> because, like, it's a double entendre. Coming up. As in, like, we're getting... We're, getting, we're growing, aren't we? We're growing, counter. And then you got coming up, like, you know, coming up something. <laughs> Cunt. Lady Garden, coming up, cunt, coming up her Lady Garden, coming up, getting tall, cunner, 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 And I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Coming Up Cunter. Is my radio voice acceptable? Really don't know how to end the podcast. I should have left it on Coming Up Cunter. <laughs> anyway, cunts, Kunter! <laughs>